for the pin. Where did you dig up that old fossil? Going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's not a moment. We're all fine here. No, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vadabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. Such a good week for Star Wars fans. Wow. We have the entire Star Wars universe at our yep. fingertips now, thanks to Disney+. And it sure did make a big uh, splash in the online world. And a crash. <laughs> well, there's that, that as well. Uh, so that was uh, part of the issue, I think, uh, for a lot of people when they... Signed up for Disney Plus. There was a huge, huge demand for it. So it's interesting because this is a different situation than what we've had in the past with streaming services. Mm -hmm. Netflix kind of came on gradually. There was no big like everybody signed up at once for Netflix. Um, and I would say the same thing probably for Crave and for Prime Video, yeah. Amazon Prime. Uh, but this one, everybody wanted it, and everybody signed up for it, and everybody tried streaming The Mandalorian at once, mm -hmm. and and they had some issues for sure. Yes, that they did. Did you have issues watching it? Uh, well, no. Well, here's I I got up first thing in the morning, six a.m. for my class. Okay. And uh, and it was easy, and I downloaded it, no problem. Signed up, no problem. Watched twenty minutes of The Mandalorian, which is all I could fit in before. Oh no. I had to go to school. Then I watched the rest on my lunch hour. Okay. So it was all good. Um, but. Um, and then I watched it, but then, uh, at lunch hour, uh, I could not actually, I, I could not stream anymore. It was the, uh, the, the error message. At Which that I point. think shows Wreck-It Ralph. Does it yeah, show Wreck-It Ralph? It does. That's quite funny. Uh, so. Well, it's not that funny when you're trying to watch the rest of the content. <laughs> they wrecked, they wrecked the, uh, Disney Plus streaming yeah. service. Anyway. So it didn't work, uh, it didn't work and that was, uh, brief. Then, it, uh, I think. I can't remember. Yeah. Like not too long later. It and you, you had asked me at some point. I was I was busy that day. I was rushing all over the place. And you'd ask me in passing if I'd watch it, and I didn't. Mm -hmm. I didn't actually get a chance to watch it till that evening. Mm -hmm. And my kids were over, and we were just kind of we watched it together. They were they were kind of distracted by other things, and they were some of them were watching it, but yeah, they were like not too into it because there's no familiar Star Wars characters in the show. So I think that well, we're going to talk about the Mandalorian more specifically uh, a little mm -hmm. bit later in the podcast. But first. What do you think of the overall streaming service, Disney Plus? There's nothing I want to watch there but really? The Mandalorian. Really? Well, what else is there? I, I've seen every Disney movie ever made. The one that I thought that I'd be pumped to see, and I think Disney owns it now, but there was a musical version of Tom Sawyer starring Jodie Foster. Oh, yeah. Way yeah. back in the 70s, and I love that movie. I have it on DVD. But I was like, that would be nice. If they had that on here, and I th I think they own that, I might be wrong. I think they do. Feels but, like a Don, uh, Disney kind of thing. So, yeah, do. so I searched it, and it's not there. Okay. That was the one thing. Do they have, like, the old Don Knotts, like the, uh, oh. the ghost and uh, – Mr. Chicken? Yeah, that kind no, of stuff. I, I did not look Mr. for that. Mr. Boogity? We should probably – we could spend I mean, a whole episode just looking up obscure Disney movies. I have seen – I mean, I've we've all spent our lives growing up seeing that stuff. So I looked around a little. We and remember Hulu was supposed to be prepackaged with it. Well, for in the states, yeah. yeah, not here. Yeah, yeah. So boo. Yeah. Like I was, the, I was pumped for that. I thought that would be good. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even know that was going to be a thing. Like I thought. Oh, I, I thought I, it was going to be I Canada it was too. Be, no, I didn't think it would be Canada. Oh, yeah. So that's uh, um, that's a pisser. Well, the one thing that that the big surprise for me was that they have like all thirty seasons of The Simpsons available on. Yeah. Which is, I don't think that's ever been done before. They've they, nobody's put The Simpsons a couple years ago. FXX had their all, every Simpsons ever marathon where yep. they just showed them all in a row. And which is great. A lot of people loved it because they like mm -hmm. those classic, those really good classic episodes from like maybe season 
I don't know, up to season 10 or so. Yeah. And then it kind of goes downhill after that. But it's great to have everything available to you. So if you want to watch it, it's there. Though I, I never will. Well, I, I might rewatch some of my favorite Simpsons episodes. Oh. I think I could I could see myself going down to the Simpsons rabbit hole uh, once or so, the once or, is, in a while. There's so much new content coming out all the time. Like, would you rather watch the new season of Man in the High Castle? Or would you rather watch some old Simpsons episodes? Right. And no. it, 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 you, the default is always what's new. You're right. And we live in an era where that's just a reality. Um, I also like that they have uh, all the I, – I love that they have all the Star Wars in one place. That's like, nice. Just, just every single Star Wars movie except Solo uh, because Solo is still, I think, on Netflix and they haven't they don't have it here. Huh. It might be a rights thing for Canada. And they also have Free Solo, I noticed. They have Free Solo as well. <laughs> I didn't know that was a Disney thing. I that's think the a, movie where they let them go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, but they um, and they also don't have uh, Marvel's Agents of Shield. They have every Marvel property except for that one. Uh, and I suspect this also. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, any listeners in the states, if you if you do, can search it and see, I suspect that's probably available in the states, but not in Canada because that show is broadcast on CTV and it's still a ongoing show. Like there's still another season at least of that going on. So I suspect that's a usage rights thing. Yeah. So some some of that stuff that the other people have the rights to in Canada. That won't show up on on Disney Plus until all that those agreements expire. Uh, as well, none of the Netflix uh, our Marvel shows, Daredevil and Punisher, and all that stuff. None of that stuff is on there. So, uh, but I, I mean, I think it's nice to have. It's a good. Um, I guess it'll be the original content that keeps me coming back. But it's nice to have access to all this stuff. That was really they really limited your access to it before this. Disney's yeah. big mo was like it comes out of the vault, it goes back in the vault. Comes out like that kind of stuff. You know what's not on there? Song of the South. Of course not. That's well, a, that's a racist. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, you thing. must re- the podcast. You must remember this is right now going through the history of Song of the South. It's really good. It's oh a, yeah. It's a, uh, you must remember this got its mojo back. Oh in good. This season. Yeah, and I kind of fell off that one. Yeah, me too. Me too. But it got really good again this season, and they're sort of recounting it. And I saw Song of the South when it was re-released in the theater with my father. Okay. And, uh, you know, did not, you know, was just a young boy uh, who liked zippity doo and and was unaware of, at that point, I remember kids loving that movie. Well, I remember watching it on The Wonderful yeah. World of Disney sure. on oh, Sundays, yeah. right? That yeah, was, yeah. that was and that probably was in the 80s at some point. Yeah. Um, so, but, so the movie still exists. They just will, I guess, never release it again. Well, I mean, there's a whole ride based. Splash Mountain is based on that movie. Yeah. So, like, they've that, that Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Bear and all those animal characters. Yeah. Like, the the issue is with the racial stereotypes. That's the Racist problem with it. Racist by today's standards. For sure. Absolutely no. No doubt. Yeah. But there's other movies that are racist by today's standards, which are still considered to be of their time, but um, sort of a chronicling. They they show you a window into racial attitudes of the past. Yeah, like and, uh, uh, Peter a, Pan is one of those, I think. Well, there's a debate. There's debate about is it better to have these to show, to shed light on what those stereotypes uh, were back in the day, sort of a cautionary tale, or is it better to lock them up and never see them again? So they've re um, they've recreated this song. They've redone the song "I Am Siamese, if you please, from uh, Lady the Tramp. Well, That's, that one re- was always it's pretty racist. <laughs> yes, uh, so- I even remember being a kid going, "That's this." <laughs> 
this seems unconscionable to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. It was it was kind of it was sketchy at, at best, and and so they've re I don't know what the new yeah. song is, but they've redubbed that into the into the animated version. Of course, they also have the live action version of Lady and Tramp, yeah. which is unique to the streaming service. But I have no desire to watch that. Um, I did check out the Jeff Goldblum uh, show briefly. I was not interested. It's about the first episode is about sneakers. I'm not interested in that in the, in the least. So you might want to check it out. You know, you like your sneakers. Uh, well, I was I saw Jeff Goldblum had a show and I was like, eh, I think I'm going to check that out, but I have not done it yet. And the other one is the uh, Pixar in real life that I checked out. And that's more of a, a kind of a hidden camera gag show. It's like just for laughs, like that gag oh. show they do, except it's, it's like. So what they did for the and again they're 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 all all these uh, shows are one week at a time they're all there's none of them coming out all at once which I think is a mistake. Um, it's fine for the Mandalorian because that's their kind of destination one, but all these side ones I think they should just put them all out at once. So the one that they released this week for that for the Pixar show was like they created a real life. Um, console like they have in Inside Out, like the control panel, mm-hmm. and basically people could do it. And it was in like Washington Square Park in in New York, and basically people could go up to it and press buttons, and then um, the the base of the thing glowed a certain color depending on what buttons they pressed. And when it glowed like yellow, these two actors would come out of the crowd and and act out a scene in which they're happy, and then you press sad, and it becomes sad, and the people can't figure out how the actors know. That they're pressing the buttons, but it's simple. The, the base of the thing is glowing. They can't see it because it's in front uh. of them. So it's it's okay, but I'm looking forward to more of the episodes where they have, like, they recreate a real-life Wally and stuff like that. Like, that sounds a little more cool than hmm. than this one. So we'll, we'll check that out. But, yeah, the big, of course, the big uh, show everyone is excited about was The Mandalorian. That's the reason I got this, sir. Yeah. I would not have got it had there been no Mandalorian. Yeah, exactly. So what did you, overall thoughts about The Mandalorian? Spoiler-free thoughts, and then we'll get into spoilers. I loved it. Yeah, overall I, I loved it. I was, my only complaint is that it was too short. Forty minutes is not uh, a full episode of television. Uh, that is a good complaint to have. And that's the only thing I have. Oh, like, really, come and on. And how about give us all the episodes at once? And I know you don't want people to cancel. Well, yeah, you could, you could binge them all and then cancel yeah. the seven day free trial, right? Which is so I, I get that. But I think you're right. I think a lot of people don't like the fact that they have to wait for the episodes. I'm okay with it, but lots of people have that complaint. Well, I. I mean, to me, uh, I you know when we go see a Star Wars movie and you're so excited you can barely think and you're just exci- you're just like oh let's see this already I can't wait that was for me like the Mandalorian like watching that first twenty minutes I was like oh this is painful I got to go to school there what are you gonna do you got to catch that bus <laughs> yeah that's why, to that's why I waited until yeah. I could watch the whole thing at once yeah and really it was uh, well I watched it twice now have you yeah seen it more no than I one? didn't see it the second yeah. time I didn't get a chance to watch it again last night but I will watch it again and of course we have a new episode we're recording this on a Thursday we have the yeah. new episode dropping tomorrow so. I'm very happy that we don't have to wait a full week for the second episode, but then well, then it's going to be every Friday after that. And I posted, in case uh, anyone listening is interested, the full schedule of release dates is on uh, our Facebook page. I put that there yeah. uh, so people know when, when it's coming out. So it's funny because Steel Saunders is talking about having like watching parties, live watching parties with everybody so we all watch it at once and then can all talk about it as we're watching it. I would rather watch it by myself and then talk about it. Yeah. Or watch it by myself. Watch it with somebody or watch yeah. it and talk about it later. I'm like, I was shushing my kids as we were watching it. Shh. See that and it's stuff. a quiet show. Like it's not, uh, to, you know. To me, are we going to talk about the plot now, or you want to? Well, what I would say overall, before we get into spoilers, is that I like the look and feel of it. It's got a mm-hmm. great kind of sense of, and it definitely feels like a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Like the budget is there, the costume design, all that stuff is excellent. Um, 
Yeah, I guess that's it. And there was a lot more comedy than I was expecting, but that's I shouldn't, I shouldn't have been too. surprised about it because Star Wars does have a good amount of comedy in it. It's it's there are funny moments in Star Wars, there and there is, were funny moments in this as well. Yes, there is much um, um, a lot of fun, a lot more fun than I ever expected based on the trailers. Yeah, the trailers look like serious business. Yeah. And uh, there was serious business, but there was a lot of uh, levity. And a lot of bloodless killing. <laughs> see, because the, there's that yeah. scene, and it's, you see it in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler, but that guy gets basically severed in half by the uh, irising door, and you just see, like, a body part fly out, and that's, so there's no blood. No, so, that's <laughs> no, fine. That, no was, that was still gruesome. All right, so let's talk about the plot. So that we, we join the Mandalorian, the main character. Uh, we don't see his face, but we do hear his voice quite often. He speaks... He's he's like he's been compared a lot to Clint Eastwood's character in The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly and those other kind of spaghetti westerns, which I think is pretty accurate. He's but like a gunslinger kind of moving from town to town. Early in the show, a character says, "Is it true you Mandalorians don't remove your helmets?" And so a lot of the reviews I've noticed are slamming the Mandalorian for the fact that uh, the Mandalorian does not remove his helmet. But the, I, but the day is young. I think on yeah, this come show. on guys, it's the first episode. He's not going to take it off in the first episode. I, I'm just very that. I am very surprised that that is the main beef in a lot of these reviews. I, think, I don't think that that was not a surprise to me at all. I'm like I don't, we we will probably see his face at some point. We he, know the yeah. actor, we know what he looks like. It's yes. not going to be a surprise when we see his face. And it's not Boba Fett. I think it's very very clear that this is not Boba Fett. Um, we see a little bit into the Mandalorian but, culture later on in the show, but you, you do know about the Easter egg. I, I have it paused right here, actually. The the Boba Fett Easter egg. So that's that's the this pause. Um, at, so so what the hell is that him? Or that, I don't know. I mean, it, it looks like there's a better. Sorry, I'm moving away from the microphone, so I can get this. There's a better. I have a. a where is it here? There's a better image on this article from Vanity Fair. So this is the they, they kind of paused it and blew it up and lightened it. And the coloring definitely looks like Boba Fett's coloring. But could that just be someone else from his clan? Like that's kind of how it goes with uh there I with well, those Mandalorians. We, we know Mandalorian season 2 is already being shot. Uh, uh, is know, it really? I, oh yeah, yeah, they're already I think it's already in production. Um you know, if the you know, I think if the Mandalorian continues as a show, we will find out Boba Fett's fate, right? Oh, I'm sure we will. Yeah, I mean, it, we we got to get around to the it. The thing is that it doesn't it doesn't specify the planets, and I, I'm pretty sure that first planet he goes and picks up that blue guy, uh, Horatio Sands, by the way, who I did not recognize in that role, but very funny. I have one complaint about that. Is okay. it now a good time to raise yeah, my sure, complaint? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay, the blue guy. Uh, we've had this conversation about the modern era of Star Wars. Oh yeah, which is the the dialogue that sounds like it's from a New York City street, right? As opposed to like Star Wars dialogue, which n- until recent times didn't sound like that. And it's as a I was watching, more wa- formal and, and um, yeah. not quite as jokey. As I was watching it, something occurred to me, and I wonder if the same thing occurred to you. What other show does that character remind you of? I don't know. The Wire. Was it? Nah. The character, uh, the the Blue Guild man. Yeah, is I don't know. We're talking about. Doesn't that seem like every alien on Star Trek? Uh, not every alien, but the blue aliens, those, those guys who are like the, the barber. Yeah. That's a, bless <laughs> Sorry, you. Excuse me. Woo. Um, no, um, the guy, uh, there are, there are a lot of aliens like on that, like Star Trek. Yeah, yeah you're right. So when I, when that was a little Star Trek-y. I don't care. That's fine. But it, but when I was watching it, I was like, I've seen this before. I, just, I was like racking my brain. Like, what is this from Star? And then I was like, wait a second. 
So there was a character. There, there are, in, what, well, in, in Star Trek, there are the blue-skinned Andorians who have like blue skin and they have like kind of antenna coming out of right. their head. And in I Next believe Generation? I believe in Next Generation, one of those guys is the barber on the oh, ship. Oh, right. And so he has a, he's pretty chatty like that. He does. Yes. Talk. So that's, that's who I'm thinking. That's of. I'm probably that's probably what that reminds you of. Yes. It is a bit Star Trek for sure, and the, it, the dialogue is definitely more modern than we are used to. Although in the new era of Star Wars, we've seen that kind of stuff in well, The Force Awakens. And, and in such. that scene, we see our first toilet in Star Wars. That's right. Yes, right. I think we've never seen a toilet <laughs> before, but they exist. Yeah, there you go. People take a shit in Star Wars. Well, there's no, was there a door on that bathroom, <laughs> or so. you just let it fly? I don't think so. It didn't seem like it, but uh, it was, I thought it was interesting how he gets the guy, takes him in his ship. And then he's got him there, and then they have to fight off that creature, or whatever. That was cool. yeah. the whole thing was cool. Brian Posehn, by the way, in that uh, the speeder driver, the Uber driver, great scene, so funny. If I were you, I'd stay off the ice, and then he gets eaten. Yeah, and I was like, what's he doing on the ice in the first place? Then, if that's how easy it exactly. is, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what, what and but kind of taking a step back, what's with his no droids? He doesn't like droids, so they they call the Mandalorian a, doesn't. Yeah, they call yeah. a speeder, and it's got a droid driver, and he's like, no droids. Okay, fine. So we call, call Brian Posehn with his piece of shit speeder that's okay. clunking and and uh, making. Sputtering noises. Well, <laughs> here is where I am going to confess my complete boneheaded theory. When I, for, for, I started, as you know, with the theory that this guy's Boba Fett. Of course he's Boba Fett. Yes, he's Boba. So this is what I was doing the whole time. I was like, he is on a mission. Oh, there's no picture of the bounty because the bounty is the Sarlacc. I'm like, <laughs> he is going to get the Sarlacc. Then he doesn't like the droid. I'm like, of course he doesn't like the droid. R2-D2 shot the lightsaber out and Luke <laughs> caught it and sending him into the Sarlacc pit. You're really reaching And I'm there. like, yeah, that's right. And I'm like, this is all adding up. This is all, it's exactly as I've foreseen it. And then it's like, oh. Nope. No. No, that's okay. But uh, so he, he fights him off, gets him in the ship, mm-hmm. uh, and then they kind of fly for a bit. And then... The guy's like making all the excuses of you know I gotta go to the bathroom and da, 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 da. he goes back and he's I guess I gotta to drain my whatever he says my weasel yeah you don't yeah, want to see <laughs> yeah. I mean there's jokes in there yeah, yeah. and then he goes to the back where he discovers all the freeze dried carbonite prisoners that this guy has collected so basically he gets him in the ship and then he he's got his own little mini uh, carbonite freezing machine um, and he sticks the guy in there and that's how he brings his guys in so but okay but now that and that's a plot point that's interesting too. Because as far as I know, like Boba Fett wasn't sure when they carbonated, carbonated, carbonated. when they carbonized, <laughs> when they, I like carbonated. He's no use to me dead. That's, right. that's his thing, right? Right. Yeah. So he's not sure it's going to work. Yeah. So is that where Mandalorians start car- carbon freezing their, Maybe. their prey? Maybe. It was a thing that, and now there seems to be this kind of inner circle of Mandalorians. The guild. The guild, right? But it's not just Mandalorians in the guild because there's like the no. robot, IG-11, is, yeah. is part of that as well. So it's, it's a it's a bounty hunter's guild. Um, but he goes and gets that. First, he gets that payment from um, Werner Herzog, and it's that weird metal, whatever it's called. And he gets that made into kind of a shoulder plate for his armor, right? So, we get flashbacks. Yeah, so there's we... some backstory there. So he see him as a child. And, so we know it's not Boba Fett. Yeah, it's not Boba Fett. So... Then, um, and then the Great Purge, we don't know what that we don't is. Know what that is. So there's a lot of kind of yeah. hints and stuff, which is great. I really like that they're kind of trying to – they're building up the story a little bit at a time. Um, and and when, when he got that – in that scene where he gets the metal plate and there's all the sparks flying, I couldn't tell if that was – were they – was that just, oh, I, it's just newly done armor so the sparks are flying? Or was there some kind of electronic device on him? I don't know. I thought there I might be it. an electronic device on him, but – I. 
I might be wrong about yeah. that. The second time I watched it, I noticed it was, it was almost like um, they were. I thought they were gonna reveal that it was like he had a droid arm. He had a part of him was a was metal like Luke. There's, there's got to be a reason why he doesn't yeah. like droids, and we're probably gonna find that out. Um, but the, when he goes down into that kind of dungeon or wherever that is, uh, mm-hmm. that's where we see the potential Boba Fett. There's also a couple yeah. other Mandalorians along there as well. So. Mm-hmm. Clearly, a lot of Mandalorians are part of this guild, and so yeah. it's not all Mandalorians. Right. So, so he's got the kind of network of, um, you know, maybe maybe when Boba Fett first they did the carbon freezing and it worked, and they found out Han Solo lived. Although he would have been in the Sarlacc. Hmm. Never mind. Because there's no way for Boba Fett to communicate that to the guild, if unless he's out. Unless he's out. Okay, maybe he's out. Maybe well, that's a hint that he's a, out. No, but there is a gap between. So Boba Fett first uses the carbonite in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. So how so there is a time between that and Jedi where But they don't know that he survived until they thaw him out. Right? So they don't know the Han Solo. Oh, I see what you're saying. He thought they thaw him out, they take him out to the barge, and then Boba Fett gets knocked into the Sarlacc. <laughs> so he, he would not be able to communicate that Han Solo survived that unless Well, there's probably time between they probably had time to gather their belongings and their luggage before they got on the on the skiff. That's right. He radioed it. He said, "By the way, yeah. he's alive. Yeah. Let everyone know. Carbonite is the way to go. It's so easy. It's a carbonite. So convenient. It turns out he lived. And I gotta get going. I gotta pack a toothbrush. Yeah, I gotta go. We're, <laughs> we're, we're gonna throw him in a big pit. See you later, mom. We gotta make it to the Tatooine Hyatt by <laughs> noon. So let's talk about a little bit of those details. Uh, there are yeah. a lot of great little Easter eggs and moments I thought throughout the uh, throughout the episode. Um, the uh, salacious crumb uh, being roasted over the open spit was hilarious. I loved it. I never thought we'd see that again. No that, kidding, that creature. Now that makes me think that 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 yeah. planet is Tatooine. Yes. Although I don't, we don't know. That doesn't say that, but it looks like Tatooine. I kept thinking that when he walked down the stairs. Uh, that one scene. I, I thought was like, it was Jabba's palace. Yes. It looks like Jabba's palace. That, for it sure. looks like the the staircase on the yep. way in that yep. everybody uses to come in to that's right. talk to Jabba. I was like, that's where we must be. Yeah, but but, the, but then again, I still had my mindset well, on. It could that. be similar architecture, yeah. right? That could be another hint that that's yeah. on Tatooine because you know similar kind of buildings and right. that kind of thing. So there's that. Uh, what else do we have in there? There's a couple other things that jumped out at me as far as oh the uh, little guy that comes out of the door. And he's oh like, yeah, you know, yeah, that guy. Jabba Palace. Greeter. Yeah. It's, it's a, <laughs> Yeah, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> very yeah. similar to that. It so, was maybe the same one. It well, you know, the yeah. same model, right? Like yeah. they could again selling it on Tatooine. So I think that's uh, although they don't come out and say it. I think that's all kind of strong hints leading towards that all happening at on Tatooine. The whole thing of them finding the uh, and this is the big spoiler, of course. The the bounty at the end. Oh no, let's let's wait for a second. Let's talk about he he meets up with Nick Nolte, uh, who's a uh, Ugnaught. Uh, not apparent to me immediately that that was Nick Nolte until I watched the credits and I go, oh yeah, like I forgot he was even in this. Well, I, I don't believe that body was Nick Nolte. No, I think he just has a voice. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I think it's not. He's not going to put a bunch of makeup on. No, no. So it's yeah, he's, he's else. like laying in bed delivering that yeah, that's right. performance. That's right. Yeah, he's in so. jail. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, try to ride this Ronto. <laughs> Say it with more conviction. <laughs> Try no, to ride. But, so we have, and we have that little kind of moment there, which is, I thought was pretty good. I mean, it showed a little like yeah. shows him getting thrown off the thing and oh. and that kind of stuff. And the Mandalorian is not Australian like I thought he was. No, no, it's a more straight up accent. Like I don't think there's any accent no. really, just kind of a generic flat voice. I don't believe that's Pedro's, uh, uh, the actor playing him. What's Pedro, his name? Pedro Pascal. Pascal, sorry. Pedro Pascal. I don't believe that's his voice. Is it? I, I mean, I've or heard him do different voices and di- like in. in um, oh yeah. 
what was that movie he was in? Uh, Prospect. He does kind of a southern accent, so he can do different accents. Oh, I so think maybe. it probably could be his voice. They just obviously they're modifying it to come through a speaker, like the way yeah, you know, I know what I mean. They're all that sort of stuff. So yeah. I suspect it's probably his voice, um, especially if he doesn't get to show his face for most of the series. Let's uh, let's have. I don't him. mind that person. No, I don't either. No. Um, okay, so then he moves into the the base camp where they're keeping this thing, the bounty that he's he's been sent to find. Oh, um, we're also we're just skipping over so much here. The Werner Herzog and the oh. um, and the the stormtroopers uh, still some remnants of the Empire hanging out there. But those stormtroopers looked really skanky. Well, they're they look- they're beat up. Like they're, they're they're not clearly they've been separated from the chain of command, <laughs> right? Uh, the Werner Herzog is the chain of command. They look probably. filthy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. they, uh, but still, sort of ready to ready to kill people. Right. Yeah. As usual. Oh, and the doctor. The doc Werner Herzog introduces oh, the doctor. Oh, well, I, I is he a doctor or is he a scientist? No, I think he says he's the doctor. Okay. I, the I doctor. get this. I really get a scientist vibe from him. Like we can't. This I, is for the best of the research. Blah, blah, blah. And you don't want. And he looks like the creepy kind of doctor that does experiments you're not supposed to do. <laughs> he's that guy. That's right. And so I think I'm. I'm afraid to think about what. Uh, we're, we aren't at the end yet, but I'm afraid to get to think about what havoc. He might have in mind for certain. I mean, characters. it could be purely scientific reasons, right? Um, no, no. Oh no, he's a he's a well, bad scientist. No, no. I here's the here's he looks like I a get. Nazi. That's how you know. <laughs> he does. Yeah, but, he does. But there's always that good scientist that works with the Nazis for mm. the for the sake of science, right? I don't know. No, I don't know. I think this is. I think based on his the part the company he keeps. You look I at just, uh, I don't see it. Think of Galen Urso from from Rogue oh, One. Right, he was like he's in it for the the science and for the well, I don't know what he, he's an engineer, or whatever. Well, they he kidnapped is. him. I mean, well, they yeah, took they did him later, away. but he did yeah. end up. He was working with the Empire yeah. at first, and then he 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 left right at some point. So mm-hmm. this could be the same kind of situation where he got laid off. The Empire wants <laughs> something out of this, whatever this guy's gonna do. But I think that guy's main motivation, and he doesn't want it dead. He does not want that bounty dead. He wants it alive. Yeah. And the guy's like, I think, um, you know, preg- uh, Werner Herzog's being more pragmatic, as he says, and just, you know, wants to cover his bases. So just in case you can't get it alive, go ahead and kill it. Yeah. So that brings him to the uh, little and then, But the doctor goes, kill it? Like, we never yeah, talked exactly. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then they, they go to this. They finally end up at this compound, and before uh, the Mandalorian gets a chance to work his way in there to get the bounty, uh, it's just... Full on attacked by IG Eleven, Taika Waititi in his his voice role, and it was you know very very interesting to see that type of droid in action. It's just not something we've never seen before. No, it's kick ass, and also he likes to uh, threaten self destruction. Well, that's uh, all he does is yeah. initiating self. Don't self destruct. That was really yeah. funny. Like and every I like, opportunity. And I like that. I like that he's open to the suggestion of Nah, don't do it. Don't do it. No, no, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah, so then they get, they they fight yeah. off these guys. Nice nice battle there. Nice fighting yeah. uh, thing with those. And all the fighting scenes were good in this, by the way. He, oh, he yeah, does a great, great job at the beginning uh, with those guys in that initial bar in the uh, scene with the stormtroopers. Uh, there was another one, I think, as well. And then, oh, I guess he gets thrown off the Ronto. And then um, at the end, they they fight off together. They work together and split the bounty. That's the idea. But the droid has the orders to kill the bounty, whereas he's got the primary order to bring it back alive. So, so who they, someone is she, else has yeah. hired the droid for this, or or maybe not. Maybe the same person. Ha- I mean, it's hard to know. I think that we're meant to believe that someone else, because he's like, this is my bounty. Like, I think that the way yeah. the guild works is that you're supposed to 
not go after the same bounty as somebody else. It's like John Wick. It's exactly like that's John what Wick. I thought that's when we exactly were watching it. Yes, there's probably a hotel. I'm sure there is a hotel somewhere. <laughs> that's maybe that's where he went. That's where he went to get his uh, shoulder plate done at the hotel. Wait a second, maybe it's part of the same guild. That's right. Maybe John Wick what, is what, in there. What do they call that guild? Yeah. No, I don't remember the name of it. It's like the Hitman <laughs> Guild or something. The the Bad People's Club. Um. So yeah, the very end, they fight their way through oh. all the thugs. And here's where I should say, I so. Me, me continuing my thinking. You still think it's this, Mandalorian? So there's that little uh, garden. There's a little garden or whatever. They're walking around the circle yeah. there. And I was like, "That's they've capped the Sarlacc pit. That's the Sarlacc <laughs> pit. And they've, and they've put a cap on it. Oh that that was my, I'm like, look at that. That's a cap. <laughs> Reading too much into it. Yeah. Okay. So then they get to the end and they find the, uh, the money shot. And I don't remember, I don't remember them ever saying at some point that, the bounty was 50 years old. I guess that was something that was said earlier in the show. I, it was. Okay, so yeah. I missed that part initially. But uh, they take a look at it, and it's a baby Yoda, essentially. That's uh, what we got here. So the species that we only have ever seen two members of, Yoda yeah. and Yaddle, now we have a third member of that species. But it's a baby. It looks like a baby, but it's 50 years old because they age very slowly. No kidding. I can't imagine any species having a baby stage that lasts 50 years. That's insane. Well, it's like millennials now. They live at home forever. <laughs> you're, well, you're about to find that out, Dan. I, I am. I you're am. about to yeah, find right. that out. Get out of the house. Get out of the, get out the house, you 45-year-old <laughs> slacker. But uh, uh, here, I mean, there's so many questions. That that was the spoiler that everybody oh, was Oh, is that what they're talking about? about? Okay, That's I thought it. That was the Boba Fett thing. I couldn't, like, what no, spoiler? No. How, like, I, didn't, I guess I didn't understand the idea of them phrasing it as a major spoiler for Star Wars. I don't understand how that's a spoiler. It's just a reveal. Well, it's a reveal. You're right, but it, but you, but it's a reveal that can will spoil the show if you tell, if you tell people. I guess. But uh, it's the a uh, baby Yoda. Like we we don't know the planet Yoda's from. No, we don't know. We don't know in much about anything about that species. The other question is: Is this in fact Yoda's baby? Is this in fact a direct descendant from the Jedi Master? It are is every member of that species force sensitive? You know, like there's lots of questions there. Um, the uh, uh, somebody pointed out, I think on another podcast that I was listening to, and I don't remember, and I'm sorry, I don't remember which one now. Somebody pointed out that that baby Yoda has the little dot over his uh, eye, the uh, the same spot that our hero Yoda has. So they're speculating that it is actually a. A baby that Yoda had <laughs> fifty years ago. Well, you know, he probably had some visits on Dagobah. <laughs> no, it was before somebody he was came the, to visit. You, well, this is five years after Return of the Jedi, so this is not. Uh, this is before Yoda. Before we ever see Yoda in the Star Wars universe, that would be. So maybe Yaddle is the mother. Maybe Yaddle is the mother. We never determined what, what gender Yaddle is. I think Yaddle, Yaddle's a woman. Is I think. Okay. I think that's. I think that that's. I think that's true based on the. Action figure alone, but maybe not. I don't action know. Fi- what kind of detail did they get into in this action figure? Well, you know, you got to you get. I mean, in the movie, in Phantom Menace, Yaddle is like neither here nor there. I guess we think we get one medium shot of Yaddle, and that's it. I don't think we get much. Yeah. But so you have to find the isolated images on the product. But I, I get the feeling packaging. that the members of the species are extremely rare in yep. the larger galaxy, and that's why this doctor or scientist or whoever is is very keen on bringing that. That yeah. baby in alive and right? run experiments exactly creepy yes. run... awful experiments on that baby <laughs> creepy awful force yeah. sensitive experiments maybe yeah. but I think that what we're gonna see and maybe this is a bit too predictable but maybe they'll surprise us is that excuse me uh, the Mandalorian will develop a 
attachment to the baby? Well, it's already been done. That's already established. And we yep. know that the Mandalorian is sensitive to that because because the Mandalorian was part of the Great Purge where and, they yeah, were... was orphaned as a child. Right, right, right. That's right. what we get the feeling from, from the that's flashbacks. The, that's the simplistic backstory that we're right. left to deal with. And so, yes, I think probably we will see that baby has not just force sensitivity, but is able to help out in certain situations. I think we're likely to see something along those lines. It's, it's really, I'm really excited about it actually, because it's completely different from anything we've seen in Star Wars, right? Yeah. We have not ever explored this alien's backstory or culture completely new. Yeah. Um, and it's exciting. I think I'm, I'm just can't wait to see the next episode. Well, I think the baby has to be delivered one way or another back to Werner Herzog. Yeah. Um, then the baby will be in peril, and that's where um, the Mandalorian will have to get the baby back, I think. I want my baby back, baby back, baby His back. His baby back ribs. Uh, and then where does Gus Fring come into it, I wonder? Because Gus Fring, oh, uh, we haven't seen him yet, but no. we know he's in the show, and he is also an Imperial. We see him flying yep. a, uh, a TIE fighter. Well, we think. I, I'm pretty sure he's an okay. Imperial. But again, like what we're seeing here, I think, is five years after Return of the Jedi, the Imperials have broken into these little groups mm-hmm. of like a commander or an admiral in charge of their own troops, but that's it. There's no central. Obviously, the emperor is not around. There's no central figure. Um, my question is: Will this tie into the larger story and have something to do with uh, um, Rise of Skywalker? Will we see something that hints at how the emperor was able to stick around all this time, or anything like that? Do you think? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I just think. Uh... Uh, I think that what what the first episode shows us of the Mandalorian is it's a small, it's a small little part of the universe that we're dealing with here. I think. Okay. I don't think we're going to venture too far afield from that universe, but maybe, maybe we will. I well, don't know. I wonder. Also, wondering at first when I was watching it, I got the feeling that it was going to be a kind of a villain of the week kind of a thing where every week we see him go after a different bounty and see that whatever adventure happens when he does that. It would be kind of like uh, what's a what's a more conventional way of doing. <laughs> I guess it would be like a. Um, Dog the Bounty Hunter or something like that yeah. as far as like, you know, a Star Wars version of that. But I yeah. don't think that's what we're going to get. I think that he once he gets involved with this uh, this baby and um, kind of that's going to be the main thrust of the storyline. We only have eight episodes. Yeah. And if they're less than an hour long like this one was, then it's not a, not a ton of content. No. Um, so I wonder, here's a kind of another question as far as how many people are going to cancel their Disney Plus subscriptions after Christmas when this is all done? Hmm. You know, like what's what's the uh, incentive now? A lot of people I know actually know quite a few people who actually just bought the full year. For did you buy the full year? Or did you no, go month to month? I went month to month. Yeah, I did month month to month as well. Um, but I know like that was kind of what they're pitching. Like buy the full year. It's cheaper if you buy the full year, and, uh, and then that kind of keeps you not hooked. that much cheaper. I think it, it was, was like about two the months. Same. It, not, right. it was like ninety bucks. So right. you get saved saved two wow. months. Big deal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as opposed to canceling at any time. Right. Yeah. yeah that, and I, I would more, I'm more inclined to want to cancel it at any time because I like to have the flexibility well, of that. And I, I used to do that with HBO all the time with Game of Thrones. I would cancel it when Game of Thrones was when on. When does Cassian Andor come out? I don't that? know. I don't know. Either I think that, that's so. the next one. It is the next Star Wars I think, one. Yeah. 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 And so I, uh, yeah, I'm in for that. I'm in for Obi Wan Kenobi. But what about the Marvel stuff? Do you care about that? Like uh, the Loki series and that kind of stuff? Um, Yes, to a certain extent. If it turns out it's good, I'm in. Yeah. If it turns like that stuff to me on Netflix was just nothing. I just didn't care. Like I watch it. I try. I watched the whole first season of Daredevil. Right. It was fine. But these but, are. But, but hey, in a world where it's, the entertainment's great, 
I, I'm not going to waste my time on just fine. But we, uh, at the time, there was no indication that those characters were going to show up in movies. These are movie right. characters coming to television. So this is like right. Tom Hiddleston as Loki with his own series. And the other one, I believe, is the, is it the, um, not the Winter Soldier, sorry, it's the other guy. Yeah, Falcon and Fal- Winter, Winter Soldier Oh, yeah, together, the, the, yeah, both of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a series as well. Yeah, so, hey, so, I'll, I'll give it a try. Yeah, I, I will too. I, like I said, I watch anything superhero related. Um, the other thing that it does is make me less inclined to see Marvel movies in the theater. Well, it's like, nice again. It's nice to have them all in one place. Yeah, uh, and I, I and uh, I watched uh, Endgame. Um, that was one I watched a little bit of last night because this is the first time it's been available to us not for rental. Like it was, it never went to Netflix. Uh, the old the last one to go on Netflix was, um, I believe, Captain Marvel, but that's yeah. all available still there. Still on now. iTunes though. Is it? Well, yeah, they're yeah. they're still going to be available if you want to pay to rent it. You can. Yeah. Or pay to buy it through iTunes, but to, if you want to get it streaming, you can get it through Disney Plus. So I think that's kind of the the advantage they have is that uh, they own the like they're just they're continuing to create this content. Yeah, and they, that's their first step after it comes out on you know Blu-ray, DVD, on demand, digital on demand, which is like net, which is iTunes, and then after those two steps, it goes to Disney Plus. It does not go to Netflix. It does not go to any other streaming service. It goes to uh, Disney Plus, and that's right. why they have that. And that's why a lot of people wait. A lot of people wait to wait till it gets to a quote unquote free streaming mm-hmm. streaming service so they can watch it there. So right. that's the strength of Disney Plus in my mind. Yeah, so. and uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, I don't know. I'll probably just let it ride until. Uh until we're done with new Star Wars content. I'm sure, I bet you anything they'll announce something by the time The Mandalorian's yeah. done, they'll announce the next one. Yeah. And it'll be like, just, well, I might as well just- A couple months keep, away. That's just right. keep it hooked up. Why not? You know, like, let's yeah. just, this is cute. And we'll just watch, like, you know, Mulan over and over. Yeah. My kids are excited about it, though. They they watched uh, Inside Out the first night. Yeah. Um, they really enjoy that film. It's a really good movie. And uh, my daughter is, in particular, she liked that they, they had the original Lion King. My daughter is not a fan of the remakes at no, all. Nobody likes the remakes. Um, so she's like, oh, they have the the original Lion King, so she's watching that. Mulan, they've never seen because it's not available on any streaming service, mm-hmm. and I've never been able to. I guess I could have rented it, but I never bothered. The original Aladdin, they, they like that one as well. So there's a lot of really good kids' movies on there, mm-hmm. and they, they've become really kind of bored with the selection of kids' stuff on Netflix. There's not a good lot of good stuff for kids on Netflix at right. all. So, yeah, I think it's going to really impact Netflix's uh, bottom line and, and uh, their, their customers. I think people are going to choose. Well, of course. I mean, you can't sign up for everything. Like to me, part of me is going, okay. There's a few more things I want to see on Amazon Prime. Then yep. I might just call it a day on Amazon Prime. I don't know that there's that much, like a flea bag. Uh, last season of Man in the High Castle, Marvelous yeah. Mrs. Maisel. You got to watch The Expanse. Uh, oh yeah, there's that on there too. Yeah. So, but once I get through that, I don't know. I don't know if uh, I don't know if I'm going to keep that Amazon Prime. I'll see. I'll got, see. I, I find they've got a different selection of films than, yeah, they do. Um, they do. than Netflix. They've got a larger horror movie selection than Netflix does. There's there's certain categories that they do better in. But, yeah. Uh, before we go, I do want to talk about quickly. We do have, of course, as we say, all of the Star Wars films available to us uh, through Disney+. And one change that came with this version of uh, the very first film, A New Hope, Star Wars A New Hope, is they've again modified the scene, the, the infamous Greedo scene, in which Greedo shoots um, not not first or last, but at the same time as Han Solo. But what's the new addition to this scene? McClunky. Over my dead body. Oh, it's a very uh, awkward because they cut to a sh- straight-on shot of Greedo 
moving his lips, and it could have been any other thing that he said because he looks the same. Like whenever he says anything, you can't really yeah. read Greedo's lips. But he says McClunky. McClunky. Clearly says McClunky. No subtitles. The rest of the scene is subtitled. And then uh, and then it gets shot. Um, he shoots again. We see the whole thing where both laser beams go at the same time. So he shoots at the same time as Han Solo. So they did not. I, apparently I mean, George Lucas did that before he sold it to, to Disney. So can't Disney one, take it out? It is. I don't know. It was one last little gift from George Lucas to the fans. <laughs> but that makes me want to go back to all the Jar Jar scenes and see if there's anything added there. Well, yeah. like We're going to have to revisit all yeah. of these uh, at some point. And again, now that we have them available, that's something you might want to do before you cancel Disney. Well, you own them all, I'm sure, on Blu-ray, right? You have all uh, well, movies. I do. But... Uh, uh, I am going to watch them again uh, now that we have this. That's, yeah, it makes it's it more easy e- to do. It's easier. Yeah, yeah, it's go. exactly. And you can watch it on your phone and, and anywhere you are. And I want to see if they've added anything else besides that. Of course, everybody went to that first because that was the most heated debate: is who shot? You know, Han shot first. Did he not shoot first? <laughs> like when it got added <laughs> later. And so, to me, uh, probably McClunky is is George Lucas's uh, way of saying "fuck you." Don't you think I so? Get, oh, I guess. Yeah, he he's like certainly shown he doesn't not care what the fans think as That's far as that kind of stuff you. goes. Yeah, it, it's like it when is. Jar Jar looks into the camera. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. What yeah. episode is that? Yeah, uh, yeah. I two. Know. I think it's episode two. Yeah, where he looks into the camera and it's like George Lucas going, "I know you hate this guy, and I'm going to make him look <laughs> at you and through the camera." And and that's why it wouldn't surprise me if there's one more little Jar Jar Binks something or other added there. And when people ask George Lucas, who's your favorite character in Star Wars, he says Jar Jar Banks and stuff. And Does he say that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's because he's a troll. Like, he's trolling. I think I think that little McClunky is a tro- is a, he's trolling the Star Wars fans. That's pretty funny. Good for him. Hey, God bless you. <laughs> we'll see uh, what, what comes next. Uh, what else? Um, and, of course, they also have available on there all the Star Wars series. Uh, there's a lot of Lego. A lot of Lego Star Wars. I didn't realize how much there was yeah, before. Yeah, lots. Uh, but of course, Rebels and Resistance, which I've never watched. Yeah. Uh, but no uh, Endor films, no Ewok films. Oh right. And no holiday special. So, do you think those will ever come to Disney Plus? Ah, uh, we don't even need them because they're on YouTube. Yeah, and I don't know that they care that much about it. But I would also yeah. love to see that, and I would love to see the Droids and Ewoks animated series come to uh, the service as well. Why not? So I think that would be a great idea. They should yeah. really try to get all that stuff on there. All right, well, we'll we'll continue talking about it as the weeks go on, as we get closer to New Mandalorian uh, tomorrow. Yeah, hey, can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be fun. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vatabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the Force hit you in the ass. I'm taking an awful risk, Vader. I don't know. I can imagine quite a bit. Oh, Tini. Calling the Tashi Station to pick up some power.